Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Vogel, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Christian Redshaw. Christian, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Caffeined up. I'm ready to rock this episode. <laughs> fantastic. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing really well. Um, we uh, have today, as a guest on the show, Henry Zhang. He is the co-founder of Sention. We are super excited to have you on the show today, Henry. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, joining us today on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Absolutely. It's my pleasure to be here. Um, I think I'm actually probably leading the caffeine count today, but okay. we're hanging in there. <laughs> You're further along in your day for, in New Jersey there. You're three hours ahead of us. Oh, that's true too, actually. Yeah, you got time to catch up. <laughs> uh, Henry, I, I thought maybe we'd start off with, um, if you could sort of Give us um, more so our viewers and listeners uh, a, a quick backstory, both yourself and also the origin story of Sention. What what led to its creation? Yeah, actually, so um, that probably starts me way back in high school. I met my uh, other principal co-founder Nicole. We were working together in a magnet program at our local high school for computer science. I uh, got to the end of that, decided I didn't like computer science. Um, wanted to get into something still technical and still computer related, just not coding. Uh, and so I heard that Purdue had a cybersecurity program. Um, and so I went and applied there, uh, accidentally, well, I was the right way to put this. The cybersecurity program is actually a graduate program. Um, so I got in actually in the IT program and lucked out because they released the undergrad program my sophomore year. So that, uh, that ended up working out pretty well for me. Uh, during my time there, I did a couple internships with Archer Daniels Midland in their IT vulnerability management team, as well as with, uh, Cisco in their, uh, ATA SOC. Um, and, you know, there were really great experiences for me, uh, sort of getting my feet wet in security and things like that. Um, but I think also helped me decide that, you know, working uh, in a corporate job wasn't exactly uh, my speed, if you will. <laughs> uh, and so decided that if there was any time I was going to start a company, it was just going to be right when I was out of college. So uh, graduated in 2019, uh, messaged Nicole, begged her for three months, and then uh, we got started <laughs> right when we graduated. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been a fun journey. Didn't start in security actually. Uh, we were doing like a law firm case management solution first. Didn't really get any traction there. Did a couple pivots, and I think just around the start of twenty twenty one, we started working on the solution today. Fantastic. Pivot seems to be the buzzword uh, during the pandemic. I've heard it so many <laughs> yeah. times, and uh, you're a perfect case uh, case example of that. Let's uh, let's get into Sention and the problem that you solve. So, for for your clients, what is the actual problem that you guys are addressing? Yeah, so we're looking specifically at um, security configurations, um, which you know, for a Windows machine, we're primarily like group policy, registry settings, uh, security policies, audit policies, pretty much anything under under that field of uh, of purview, if you will. Okay, so in in terms of you know. Looking at the predicament of the, of your clients, what happens when an organization's devices are not proper, properly configured? Yeah, so I, mean, I think there's there's two sides of that spectrum, right? So there's the case where it's not properly configured and it's just not configured at all, and you know you leave yourself open to just a whole bunch of attack vectors. Um, I mean, classically speaking, some of the big examples there on really bad password policy or um, I like high profile things like SMB1 or even WDigest might still be enabled on your systems. And so essentially what you're really doing is just giving any threat actor that gains access a really easy way to escalate themselves to move laterally across your network. Yeah. Uh, and pretty much leverage things that you might not even be using and might not need on your systems. 
Mm -hmm. Um, But on the flip side of that, you know, we've had cases where we've had people just try to enable every security setting under the sun. And then they'll have even really dumb things happen where their users don't know what their usernames are. And so if you set up the Microsoft settings so that you need to put your username to log in, uh, well, you've DOS your organization for a couple of days while you try to get that rectified. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So in terms of looking at defining secure configurations and, you know, what role you play in a cybersecurity program for, for organizations, what is the gap that Cention fills in a security program? Yeah. So I think what we're really focused on doing is trying to treat these configurations like an actual security process. Um you know, up till now, what I found is a lot of times these types of configurations are bundled into IT tools or into, uh, you know, IT management, right? And I think it doesn't quite do it justice because it's not treated the same way. If I look at an IT policy or an IT configuration, a lot of times the focus there is to maintain availability or ensure that, uh, you know, the user can access what they need to access, right? And so they're not necessarily so much worried about um, if that setting changes if somebody's using it to to do something or, or if it's being changed in production um, and what the status of that setting is at any given time. And so we looked at the security configurations and uh, we decided, you know, there's, there's a space here to really be able to focus in on these configurations and treat them like an actual security process, you know, provide alerts when something is drifted. Maybe that's an indicator of compromise, being able to track change history so you can, you know, maintain really good hygiene and know that, None of your configurations are drifted over a course of time or that there's you know nothing out of the ordinary in that space. And so that's kind of what we're trying to push forward uh, with with the Sention solution. And and Henry, you know, from the I guess maybe from a framework perspective, you know, because you know, when we're talking about those configuration settings, sometimes that you know like having a framework which maps out what those best practices are, um, from what you guys are doing with Sention, are you focusing on certain frameworks? Are you find more frameworks are easier to start with? I'm curious, and like, would it be CIS or others? What, what are you I guess, exploring in terms of what frameworks are going to be best for um, like matching with what Sention is trying to accomplish? Yeah, I mean, I think my realization as we've gotten further and further into this is that pretty much all the frameworks are, are interconnected to some level. Um, but like you mentioned, we first started really primarily with the CIS benchmarks. Uh, and from there, you know, the CIS benchmarks have um, references that we can map them to the CIS controls. In the CIS controls, we could do things like NIST 853, uh, 171, as well as on the other side of things with the DISA STIGs also have those different types of mappings over there. So I would say primarily we started with the CIS benchmarks as well as the STIGs, and then hopefully branch out into, um, I guess, higher level frameworks, if you will. And, and you know, from... Where you, where you're I guess where you guys are initially focusing and, and starting and you know the, the the types of organizations that you're reaching out to are, are you finding right now that there's certain sectors which are um, easier to have these conversations with or are they more um, I guess energized around taking secure configuration seriously are you finding you know regulated spaces versus unregulated spaces tech startups versus you know lo- uh, longer traditional companies curious to what sort of you, you guys have been seeing in terms of uh, uh, feedback. Yeah, um, had a lot of positive feedback thus far in sort of the managed service provider space because um, I know they've had a lot of pushes and they have a lot of um, a lot of people advocating for putting in the CIS benchmarks around there, uh, as well as in government spaces. Um, CMMC is a relatively new benchmark that does um, have quite a few provisions for system hardening and doing things on those lines. Um, those two, I think, primarily we've done the most exploring to. I do think that probably for financials as well. 
maybe manufacturing, there's also a good fit, uh, but it's just not something we've explored too, too closely yet. And that's really interesting, Henry. Um, I appreciate that, that, that insight. The, that sort of leads me to an, another question. I think you were alluding it to it earlier, but when we're talking about security, you know, and sort of doing it to, I suppose, the nth degree, it, is there a line, you know, in, in your opinion, like can organizations take security too far where it's hindering uh, job performance or the ability for a business to fulfill certain uh, uh, key processes? Or, um, you know, are companies at risk of overdoing security? Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, the way I think about it is that there certainly is a way to overdo it, right? If it was just up to us as security guys, I think the most secure endpoint you could have is one that's not even connected to the internet. Um, you put it in a controlled room with controlled access that's not on the network, and you know, you're never going to get a breach that way. Um, but obviously, that's not very feasible from an operational standpoint. And I think that's really the important thing to consider is that security is not about becoming the most secure that you can. It's about ensuring that operations can still function the way they need to while being able to protect everything around them. Uh, I love that line. That, that could not be more true. And um, one one last question for you. And it's amazing when we have these conversations, the, the minutes just fly by. But one last question for you that I wanted to make sure that, that we asked. Um, what I guess is, is yours and Sention's vision for sort of a, the security future? Where where do you feel things are going? Um, and mapping sort of I guess Sention's future to how you're seeing cybersecurity unfold as well. Yeah, I think the answer is a little boring, it, um, but really it's just it's defense and layers, right? Because I, I think people have been saying we've all been saying this for a really really long time, but it is just about defense and layers. Um, you know, security is an asymmetrical game. Uh, I think the, the threat actors are always going to have an advantage, but it's just about being able to do what we can and providing as much as possible for for the companies that we're working for. Right. You, you caught me off guard there with the uh, <laughs> the boring answer there, but yeah, you could you could not be more, uh, more right there. Like it, it's it's the it's fundamentals, right? And doing the yep. basics, doing them well. And um, uh, we really really appreciate you coming on the show today and stressing the importance of the fundamentals and laying out what Sention does and and the problems they solve. So, um, Henry, uh, co-founder of Sention, thank you so much for joining us today on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. We really, really appreciate Glad it. Be here. Thank you, Henry. Thank you guys so much. Chris and I will be right back to wrap up today's episode. Well, I thought that was a really intriguing conversation with Henry. Um, you know, I think there was a lot of great truth to what he was saying, even if it was boring and non-sexy. <laughs> Uh, it, it's it's again to the point. The fundamentals, doing them well, and I yeah. think that's the case with security, right? To do it well, it's not necessarily not necessarily all flash and dash. It's just buttoning down the hatches and doing the basics. Yeah, I and mean, I think you know they they serve a, a, an important role, and why they do what they do is to prevent attackers from moving laterally in your organization and in your network, and uh, gaining escalated access and doing doing damage to your company and your reputation. Uh, absolutely. And we're very uh, grateful uh, that um, Henry came on and special thanks to Sention as well for uh, allowing Henry to join us on the podcast today. Uh, as always, we want to extend that special thank you to our loyal listeners and viewers who join us each and every week. If you did happen to miss a previous episode, do check out the Cybersecurity Matters YouTube page uh, and or check out old episodes or your favorite episodes uh, on your preferred podcasting platform. Till next time, be well, be safe. And Christian and I will see you again once again on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Mm -hmm.